the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. GOTV San Francisco under the proposal. Anyone 12 and over would be able to get vaccinated without their parents' permission. If a teenager, um, anyone 12 to 17, uh, wants to uh, be vaccinated, they can go in uh, and be vaccinated. Uh, as long as the vaccine it has been approved by the FDA um, and recommended uh, by the CDC, and as long as they meet the clinical criteria, they'll be able to be vaccinated. Georgia officials have sued the Biden administration over its decision to revoke approval of the state's plan to require new Medicaid recipients to meet a work requirement. The lawsuit filed Friday in federal court seeks a court order reinstating the original Medicaid expansion plan with the work mandate. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 450 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful, cool Friday evening throughout Central Florida. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that presents uplifting stories of outstanding achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And friends, we have a special show for you tonight with special guests, and let's get right into it. First of all, we're very happy that you're joining us. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, all who listen to our stations the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and Salem Media Group Orlando, know that a major theme of our stations are the concept of freedom and liberty for all citizens of America. Of course, in the past week, we honored the life and legacy of one of America and the world's most outstanding citizens, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., Tonight's program will feature an interview with one of Apopka High School's most outstanding alumni, Sammy Smith. Sammy Smith came out of Apopka High School as the most highly recruited running back in his high school class in the mid-80s. He went on to star and set records at Florida State University under the coaching legend Bobby Bowden. He was the most valuable player of the 1989 Sugar Bowl and former number one draft choice of the Miami Dolphins. Well, now Sammy Smith is the life coach at the Ole Miss for the Ole Miss football program in Oxford, Mississippi, as part of his role with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And of course, Ole Miss and Oxford were at the center of the battle over racial segregation in the early 1960s. And that battle literally included riots and violence when Ole Miss was desegregated in 1962. Tonight, Sammy Smith will join us to discuss the impact and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King from his very unique perspective tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. Before we go later in our show, we'll speak with a pop Blue Darter head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, who was recently named Orange Seminole County Coach of the Year by the Orlando Touchdown Club. Before we go to Sammy Smith, of course, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central is presented by... Community Health Centers of Central Florida, and by Porky's Original Barbecue, a popkit. For my first question, I ask Sammy, looking back as an adult over the last 30 or 40 years of his life, what does the, the legacy and accomplishments, what do the legacy and accomplishments mean to him? Well, certainly as I look back and I, and I really think about uh, that Dr. King died, when I was 11 months old, um, and, uh, you know, that really wasn't that long ago. You know, I was 
I'm 54 years old now, man. But, you know, when you think about time, uh, that's really a short time. So it hadn't been that long ago. And uh, the impact that he made, uh, not just him, but uh, many others, uh, both African and Caucasian, uh, for civil rights, man, has opened the door. Uh, as I look back, for me, you know, to play uh, college football at a Division One, uh, predominantly white university at that time, um, it's opened the door for me uh, to have a career and play in the NFL. You know, and it's opened the door for me to be a business owner. Uh, and right now, as I I think about the opportunity uh, that it's afforded me over the last six years, and we'll, I know we'll talk about it a little more. Uh, as we get into the conversation tonight, but to, to actually be an African-American and to be serving in the character development role and, and chaplain role for the Ole Miss football team is uh, uh, wouldn't have been possible without the influence and, uh, you know, the nonviolent uh, uh, push that Dr. King and many others made to, to open the door that uh, we would have these rights to be able to do that. So I, I am super excited about Dr. King and many others and the opportunities they've, they've afforded, not just uh, African-Americans, but, you know, people of all races. Yeah, and I want to pick up there in just a moment because I, yes, I think you have a, a particularly unique vantage point being at Ole Miss, the Ole Miss and the Oxford, Mississippi of 2022, um, to share about the, to, you know, look back and look at the legacy and going back to 1962 when African-American students were not even allowed to attend Ole Miss and many other you know, major universities and colleges in the South. And I want to come back, back to that in just a moment. But right now, I'd just like to have a question for you. As you were growing up in the 1980s, you, know, you went to high school in the mid-80s, you went to FSU in the late 80s. How aware were you, you know, as a teenager and as a young man of Dr. King and his accomplishments? Uh, quite honestly, Roger, the, the awareness that I had uh, would have came from my parents, you know, from people within our community. I don't recall really learning much about it in school. Um, you know, again, I, this, this would have been in the, the mid to early 80s, you know, middle school and the the really early 80s, so uh, we would be, you know, 13, 14 years removed from uh, the assassination, and I don't know if it was just something at that time that wasn't really talked much or talked about in the schools, but uh, I would learn, again, more about uh, that time and that, that period uh, as I would grow and, you know, grow older and and then certainly over the last few years, uh, having, you know, being in Oxford, Mississippi and going back to college. And uh, one of the things that I studied was African-American history. I got a minor in history. So I really got a chance to dive into that time period and learn really a lot of stuff more in depth that I didn't know. And uh, uh, I'm thankful for, again, the opportunity that I had to do that. And I really appreciate the sacrifice that was made by Dr. King and many others. Guys, we're glad you're joining us tonight. Our special guest is former FSU great Sammy Smith, who's the, currently the life coach for the football program at Ole Miss. We're talking about the life, legacy, impact of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on American life and especially in sports in America. We're glad you're joining us. And, you know, Sammy, is, I don't want to pick, now I want to go back and pick up right there about the, you know, the fact that you are now at Ole Miss. And for those who you know, didn't live it and may not have, you know, know a lot about it, which I think might be uh, quite a few people, um, and my vantage point is even um, a few years ahead of yours, I actually remember, remember Dr. King vividly. I remember, you know, the civil rights movement vividly. I remember living in the segregated South. And, and growing up there, um, in fact, my mother, as we've talked about out there, is, is from Mississippi, from Lafayette County, which is where Oxford is, is located. We were actually spent summers in Lafayette County uh, during that time. So anyway, but just for our listeners, as a little frame of reference, you know, Ole Miss, Oxford, the state of Mississippi was a central player in America's battle over civil rights in the 1960s. Ole Miss was segregated until 1962. Um, you know, African American students were not, not accepted either there or, or many or most uh, of, of the colleges in the South at that time. And the power structure passionately resisted 
federal legislation and efforts that would allow black students to attend Ole Miss and, and those and those other schools. Um, now, so so I would like to ask you now, Sammy, from your perspective now in 2022, can you talk about what is Ole Miss like today, and from your your personal experience um, being there, and your thoughts about the evolution where Ole Miss was and the South was and in in America was in 1962 and where Ole Miss specifically is now? Well, Ole Miss is a great university. Um, it's a great uh, athletics there. It's a great place to get an education. Uh, the community of Oxford is phenomenal. Uh, it's one of those places that they say if you don't want to live there, don't visit. Because you visit <laughs> that place, you, you really don't want to leave. Um, I've just had the opportunity again to learn a lot about uh, that time period because of my time there at the university and then going back to school there. Um, I know, you know, what happened in 1962. I actually had the opportunity to shake James Meredith's hand, and he's the the gentleman that uh, integrated the school there. And, of course, I learned all about the rioting that took place there at that time. But uh, I can say that that community and the university has made uh, considerable efforts, man, to make it a place that's desirable for everyone, inclusive of everyone. Um, Our athletes love it there, you know, both black and white. Um, And it's just, again, just a phenomenal place. And, uh I think that sometimes, you know, as we talk today that, you know, Mississippi will probably get stigmatized and, you know, Alabama, but in general, it was the whole South, you know, that was uh, dealing with those issues at that time. And, you know, I, I, I've experienced nothing but Southern hospitality in my time there in Mississippi and would recommend people to visit. And, you know, I agree with you about uh, if, don't visit if you don't want to live there, because uh, after many, many, many years, decades of, of um, you know, not being back to Mississippi and Oxford specifically, and went back a few years ago, and, and, and just like just didn't want to leave and, and can't wait to get back there, actually. Um, and, of course, it's well known as one of the most, if not the most, uh, best uh, home game uh, venue atmosphere in college football, uh, the Grove. Well, yeah, like I said earlier, uh, uh, Roger, just the fact that um, I'm there and the role that I'm serving, man, being able to share the gospel on that campus with our athletes and being a part of FCA there, uh, being able to pour into our, our football coaching staff. And, um, you know, it just shows how far uh, our country has come, and I hope that we will continue to move that direction kind of questionable the last few years, but, uh, man, you know, these the, the civil rights um, activists and people that put their lives on the line, again, both African-American and Caucasian folks that, that, that fought for everyone to have civil rights. It uh, certainly is uh, showing the benefits of, of that time period by seeing, you know, people get opportunities at all these universities now across the, the country, both African-American and Caucasian and people of other races, all races. So uh, my prayer, again, is that we will remember uh, these civil rights leaders and uh, uh, honor them, man, by, um, you know, continuing to fight the good fight and continuing to love one another and continuing to grow uh, as they would like to have thought we would be doing these many years later. No, absolutely. And as before we go to our break and look forward to having you stay with us after the break, I would like to you know, go back and, and once again to, to Dr. King and, and what, what you just um, shared about your own personal experience, <clears throat> excuse me, the Sammy Smith, African-American uh, citizen and leader uh, perf- yeah, experience in 2022 and how different you know, that was from James Meredith in 1962. Dr. King was the driving force behind that, that dramatic change. And you, before we hit into break, what I would say about him, and, I, and you know, once again, I, I was alive, I witnessed the whole thing. I remember when he was murdered. Um, you know, it, 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 it's several things that about him specifically that, um, you know, led to this point. And I think one was obviously his Christian, his incredible faith. You know, he had, you know, you know, he his his faith is what led him to step out in courage, but his encourage um, his courage and his vision, you know, the vision that he had, and also the courage because one thing that I, that people I don't think get today it would be almost impossible to to um, even you know think about it or speculate about it, 
um, for those that, that didn't live during the Dr. King era during his life, you know, it wasn't like it is now where you just get on Twitter or Facebook and you put your opinion out there, you jump up in the public square and you put your opinion out there. And, you know, it was, um, he was beaten. He was thrown in jail. Um, his supporters who he inspired were beaten. Um, some of them were killed. Um, that was the kind of environment that, that Dr. King was advancing this vision, which at the time was a radical vision. Um, you know, the power structure, um, in many places, the law in many places was, was, was fighting and that's who he was up against. So anyway, I just wanted to, to make that point that, that, you know, and that's why there's a day honoring him, of course, that's why we're talking about him tonight. But, you know, and, and I'm so happy you could be here to share your personal experience in 2022 and, and to draw that contrast from 1962 and, 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 and acknowledge that it was it was Dr. King's visionary, courageous leadership, um, inspired leadership that made that all possible. Yeah, no doubt, uh, Roger. I was talking to my mom, my mother earlier this week. I had one of my little grandsons over and I was kind of questioning him just to see what his knowledge was and of course he knew that the uh, I Have a Dream speech was you know his most famous speech but then my mother and I were talking and my mother shared with me her favorite and, and of course I knew this speech some of it uh, but it was the one where he um, had gotten stabbed and I think the blade was just you know just milliliters or so from his uh, aorta. And he said that if I had sneezed, I would have died. And just to show the impact that that little comment had on people, he had the lieutenant governor and the governor and, and maybe even the president of the United States at that time that, that wrote him, you know, while he was in the hospital, I assume, as he was recovering. And he couldn't remember what they said. But what he did remember was this little ninth grade white girl that let him know that she was a white girl and, and she made the comment in her letter, I'm glad you didn't sneeze. <laughs> and that's what he remembered of during that time after being stabbed that this white girl loved him enough and thought enough of him and his character to send him a letter and to tell him, I'm glad you didn't sneeze. I thought that that was pretty profound. Friends, hope you're enjoying the program, Blue Darter Sports Central, with Roger Franklin-Williams. Tonight's guest, Sammy Smith, on the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with a popular Blue Darter and FSU great, Sammy Smith. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Letter, remote, tape measure. What do you think, doctor? Is it? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Garage dooritis. What do we do? Better call Florida Door Solutions. Whether you've got garage dooritis or you just want to upgrade your opener or entry gate, they've got the solution. And now opening your garage door, turning on the lights, and safely keeping track of your property when you're away is easy with the new LiftMaster Garage Door Opener with the exclusive Internet Gateway Accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time every time. Just ask someone you know. Chances are Florida Door Solutions cured their garage door at us. And they are Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. Give back to the community through our local schools, youth sports, the Debbie Turner Cancer Center, and more. So if your garage door is suffering from garage door at us, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Call them today. Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive through carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. 
Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. HCFL.org. Refinement Auto Detailing. Serving all of Central Florida with over 30 years of experience. Refinement Auto Detailing will restore new life into your vehicle. Bring it to them or they'll come out to you. Refinement Auto Detailing is veteran-owned and faith-based. Make your appointment today for the best in automotive detailing. Refinement Auto Detailing, 813-504-5751, refinementad.com. Join us every weekend on The Answer for Inside the Game. Hosted by Orlando's own Pat Williams. Conversations with the who's who of sports celebrities. Elgin Baylor is our guest. And Ann Liguori. Dick Vitale. Go Inside the Game with Pat Williams this weekend. Only on AM 950 and FM 94.9 of The Answer. Listen with a mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank and Williams. It's great to be with you tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. Right now, we are having a conversation with Apopka Blue Darter and FSU great Sammy Smith on the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Go to Sammy in just a moment when we come back. And then a little later in the program, we'll hear from a Popka Blue Darter head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. But right now, let's go back to Blue Darter great Sammy Smith on the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. I think they are. Um, I noticed that there were quite a few of the players actually in the class Two classes. I took two semesters of African American history, and I always had uh, football players and other athletes in the class with me. Um, and there was what was not not surprising to me. Uh, some people would think it is surprising, but it was not surprising to me that half of the students that were in the classes too were Caucasian. So you know, people on the university level um, are really inquisitive and I think they really want to learn about history and of course you know we've had uh, over the last you know year and a half or two you know with all the social justice stuff that was going on you know our team of course participated and and did their their marching stuff and you know just trying to support uh justice so it's a it's a it's a tight-knit community there and and I think you know being at a school like the University of Mississippi, then you're going to, you know, I think just naturally learn about civil rights. So I would have to say, yes, our our folks that are there are aware and uh, they are inquisitive and they want to know more. Thank you for sharing sharing that perspective. Definitely. And and that's another thing I'd make about one thing, one more point I'd like to make about Dr. King as well is, is you know, sadly he never really got to see the fruit of his of his uh, labors because um, you know when he was murdered in 1968, you know some you know some of these you know the Civil Rights Acts were passed in 1964 and 65, so so that was that was a major you know phenomenally major step, but but the actual fruit of it. He really never never got to see. He was martyred before he ever really got to see, uh, you know, Sammy Smith being the life coach at at Ole Miss, and you know, uh, teams in the Southeastern Conference being uh, you know majority African American football players, and um, you know things like that. So I, I want to point that out too. It's you know he he had the vision, he had the courage, he had the faith uh, to make all all this happen, you know, with God's grace, of course. But uh, sadly, he never really got to see see the fruit of it. Yeah, and I think that's why it's so important, you know, that we we honor the legacy again, not not only of Dr. King, uh, but but many people, you know, James Meredith, who's still here, you know, who's who's gotten the opportunity to see uh, growth and to see change. Uh, you know, I even think about you know 1955, the young kid, uh, 14 years old, em- Emmett Till, you know, from Mississippi that passed, and uh, the struggle and the uh, the diligence that Rose, Rosa Parks played, uh, Megger Edwards, 
assassinated in Jackson, Mississippi in uh, 1963. So there's a lot of people that have paid the price, man, and paved the way and endured some really difficult times that we would have the the opportunities that we have, you know, in a society today, again, across all racial, you know, boundaries and, you know, ethnic boundaries that we are afforded as Americans to, 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 to you know, have opportunities to be successful and uh, to impact our communities, to impact one another. And uh, so his legacy goes on. I, I, I'm, I'm, thought, I'm thinking about you know, when he was assassinated there in, in Memphis in 1968, and I'm remembering uh, just from my study and how President Johnson, you know, urged, urged the Americans to, to reject blind violence. And I think it was such a great compliment that he referred to Dr. King as the apostle of nonviolence. And uh, he did everything without without violence and you know he put god first and and god's word and his teaching and he did things biblically you know and uh for that i applaud him and i applaud him for having um made and open doors for again for me to be doing what i'm doing right now at Miss, and that would not have been possible without dr king's sacrifice and many others no, no, that's a great point thank you for sharing it. it it triggered two things that i wanted to mention too and and I think that's, you know, Dr. King definitely had a, a gift for inspiration. Um, and that's one thing that I think to set him apart from, you know, as, as one of the great, not only American leaders, but of the great world leaders of, of all time was his power of inspiration in that, you know, oftentimes, you know, first of all, it's fairly rare to, to see somebody give a speech or, or sermon that's that, that's, that's that interesting. At least that's from my perspective. That might just be me, but, um, but, but, you know, even when you do, you walk away and wow, that was a great speech. Wow, that was that was a great sermon, and, and that's about it. Um, Dr. King had the power with his message to inspire people. You know, to inspire people to get up and and go out and work in their own vineyards, if you will, to 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 brave um, you know being beaten and thrown in jail and possibly killed. Uh, you know, on, on you know to be inspired to that level that they that they confronted those kinds of of challenges. So. And I think that's one thing that you know that that we can sh- that we can share um, for those that didn't you know live when Dr. King did that just the power of his, of his inspirational message, um, and then of course the, the the courage that he had obviously and the courage that, that you pointed out Sammy to to be his own man because you know what one thing that I don't think that, that gets talked about a lot he he got a lot of criticism from people within the, the African American community um, during his day for not going far enough. Or, or, or for 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 um for his message of nonviolence even so I mean he you know he he had the had the courage to to blaze his own trail to 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 you know, follow his own vision as he was led by God absolutely you know he stayed the course he had a a plan in place and um, I believe that he was directed by God and inspired by you know by the Word and inspired by his time and uh, in theology and just learning about being more Christ-like and. Uh, and I'd have to say that, uh, you know, he stayed the course and he did things the way that uh, he felt was was best at that time. And I applaud him for that. Um, again, he's the reason, with, with many others, that doors have opened and that we have opportunities that we have today. We're speaking with Sammy Smith, former FSU great, currently the life coach for the football team and football program at Ole Miss. And we're talking about the life and legacy of Doc, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We'll talk at old school. Today. Friends, we're going to take a quick break in just a moment. Hope you're enjoying the program with a pop good blue darter great, former FSU great Sammy Smith on the life and legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Later in our show, we'll hear from Apopka High School head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, who was recently awarded Coach of the Year by the Orlando Touchdown Club. And before we go to when we come back, we'll continue our interview with Sammy Smith. Before we go to break, of course, I want to let you know that our program is made possible by support from our friends at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Next time you're hungry, get up and see Steve and the gang at Porky's. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. 
Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin said Friday he's confident his administration will win a court battle over his executive order, allowing parents to opt out of school mask mandates for their children. But he advised parents to listen to their principles until the Supreme Court of Virginia issues its ruling. With Youngkin's order slated to go into effect Monday and no action yet from the court, following a lawsuit filed earlier this week, confusion continued to swirl Friday. School districts across the state have offered a range of responses to Youngkin's order, with some planning to comply, but many others in some of the state's most populous areas saying their mask mandates would remain in place this week. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 450 points. The Nasdaq dropped 385, the S&P lower by 84. This is SRN News. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. CFL.org. Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous Monster Ribeye Sandwich, the Sloppy Cow, and the legendary Pig Dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. Exergen agrees with the just-released study by the FDA confirming that non-contact thermometers are not accurate and that their labels contain false information. Only Exergen thermometers are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Stay vigilant, be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-917-8611. 800-917-8611. That's 800-917-8611. The air you're breathing could be making you sick. Cleaning and maintaining your air conditioning and heating will improve your indoor air quality and protect your family's health. That's why Central Florida families have trusted ABC Cleaning to protect their homes for over a quarter of a century. ABC Cleaning will clean air ducts, dryer vents, even chimneys. Call ABC Cleaning at 407-381-2120. ABC Cleaning, 407-381-2120. Listen with the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on this cool Friday evening throughout Central Florida, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Hope you enjoyed the that actual actual that actually will last segment will conclude our conversation with Sammy Smith, but I hope you enjoyed that insight insights from somebody who's got a very unique vantage point on the life and legacy of Dr. King, and of course as we celebrate and recognize and honor the accomplishments of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and of course as you know. The mission, the core mission of our stations and all the stations at Salem Media Group are to promote the concept of freedom and liberty for all citizens of America. And certainly Dr. King's life was a living testament to his own 
staunch efforts, courageous efforts, inspirational efforts to make sure that all Americans were able to enjoy the benefits of liberty as, as expressed in our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution and the ideal that America was able to live up to our ideal of freedom for all citizens. In a moment, we'll be joined. We're going to shift gears and we'll be speaking with Apopka Blue Darter head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Of course, Coach Rolson was recently awarded the Coach of the Year honor by the Orlando Touchdown Club uh, for the outstanding season that Apopka had. They made it all the way to the state championship game, as most of you know, in Class 8A. Didn't quite come home with the trophy, but of course, um, ran up against a very formidable foe in Venice High School and had an outstanding season. In fact, a season where most, if not every victory in the playoffs, uh, Apopka entered as the underdog. Well, we're going to go to Coach Rolton in just a moment. But before we do, of course, I want to let you know that our program, all the programs you hear on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism, and support for our free enterprise system are made possible by support from Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. And, of course, I also want to let you know that just recently, St. Germain Chiropractic and Dr. St. Germain were awarded Best Chiropractor for now 11 years in a row. So when you're in pain, call Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Just a moment, we'll go right now. We're going to go to that interview with a popular Blue Daughter head football coach, Jeff Rolson. And basically, and I, we start off by asking him how he's doing and to have him to reflect a little bit on this great season for a popka and also being the recipient of the Orlando Touchdown Club Coach of the Year Award. I'm good. I'm sitting here in my mom's living room. It's like Eight degrees here in Illinois, and we're watching Wheel of Fortune. That's awesome. I didn't realize that you were uh, you were all the way in Illinois, and I really appreciate you calling us from there. And, and please say hello to, to your mom for us, please. Will do. And you know, I I didn't really tell you the main topic that I wanted to talk to you about, and that's because you're so humble. I figured you might not uh, join us, but I, mainly I'd want to, you. Know, usually, when you join us, there's a big game coming up, and that's pretty much our of our focus is to talk about the upcoming game and as well as you know, usually the, the, the victory that you probably you, you usually just had. But right now I'd love to acknowledge you know, your award. You're being awarded the Coach of the Year in Orange and Seminole Counties by the Orlando Touchdown Club. And, and I say congratulations and, and very well done and very well deserved. Well, I appreciate it. It's, it's an honor to receive that award. And, you know, I was, I was humbled by it. But, you know, Anytime you, you get something like that, it's a testament to, you know, your kids, your, your staff, you know, administration. So Popka has been an uh, outstanding football program for a long time. And it's it's not uh, because of one guy or a couple guys or a coach. It's 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 just the community and the kids and the effort they put in. So I'm thankful and blessed and I appreciate it. And Coach, can you – I would like to have you talk about the last three, three years. And I do want to point out – that you know, you've been the head coach for three years, and of course you were the defensive coordinator for for many many years uh, prior to that, um, including all the Popka State Championship appearances. You know, in the past three years that you've been the head coach, Popka's made it to the the state finals twice and the final four, uh, the semifinals once. So you've been in the final four all three years um, that you've been the head coach, and that's another another huge accomplishment. Um, to uh, you know, can you can you talk about? You know, just um, you know, maintaining that level of, of success over three years. Well, you know, first I think that's a that's a that's a God thing. You know, we're blessed. Our program's been blessed. And, you know, we got players. So you roll in there in 2019, and you got Jalen Carter on the defensive line, and you know, we Loman on, on offense and physical offensive and defensive linemen and some young players, guys that were in their second year starting that started as freshmen, guys that we lost this year, you know, like Nakai Martinez and Trey Barnes and Josiah Robinson, you know. So I walked into a situation that had athletes and players and tradition, and we understood it. We, we got through that season. We had an opportunity. It didn't happen for us, but it's still a great season. And then uh, year two was – 
quite a challenge with COVID, not really having your guys around. But of course, we brought back plenty of talent, and, and we had made a nice run, and eventually lost the, the state the state winner in, in, a, in a close game. And then this year again, a great great season, a great run, and, and a great group of kids and coaches. And <clears throat> would like to finish, but you know it. Venice was a quality football program, and they were the better team that that day for sure. And can you talk about? And we're speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson on Talking Old School. Um, looking back to, to this season, you know, it seemed as though you know the, the defense was about as solid as you can get. You know, um, from day from you know pretty much day one. Same way with the special teams, which literally I've said you know on the air, off the air, um, the best special teams I've ever seen on any level in terms of being productive. Um, but you know the offense, you know, got off to a little bit of a slow start, maybe, and you know, but then next thing you know, when you hit a real stretch of of just a real trying time, you had to play what three games in eight days or something like that, and and those you, those games you know were games that had to be won if you're going to make the playoffs and against quality competition, you didn't only really win them, you, you, you won them in, in blowouts. And you, know, you had a streak there, which uh, one of the most successful streaks of about five or six games, um, including the playoffs, that I think Apopka's pretty much ever had. Can you talk about how the, you know, the teams you know, you just kept getting better or rose to that challenge down the, down the stretch? The, the last part yeah, of the season. I think our, our kids had a goal and they were motivated. They knew what needed to be done. Um, you know, we, we were in good shape, um, and physically ready to go. And I think that, you know, that, that stretch, we knew what we had to have. Um, I think we played complimentary football, you know, our defense would set up field position, our, our special teams would set up field position. And eventually it was a war of attrition. We kind of wore some people down and, and were able to, you know, put, put some good points on the foot, on the board and, and operate in all areas. And, you know, you look at the Seminole game, we were able to win that game. And, and that was a dogfight down to the end. And we had some couple explosive uh, plays throwing the ball in that game, which was big and which got us over the hump. So there's a lot, you know, to make a run, you, you're going to have to win, you know, a game like that. And, and our kids responded and, and, you know, they enjoyed the game. They played hard. And coaches did a great job. So it was, it was, it was exciting. There's no question. And coach, looking ahead to next year, of course, one of the characteristics of this team it was a senior, a ton of seniors on the team, both starters and even a lot of second and third team players were seniors. How are things looking for for next year? Well, we're in the weight room, you know, and our kids understand that you know it's next man up mentality. We've got you know a couple backers, we've got a starter back, and another guy that's played a good bit and started in games I feel really good about. We've got two starting secondary guys back and two starting uh, defensive linemen back. So you know it's our job to to to, to mold some 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 young talent and 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 get them out there and get them ready to play. And I, I feel like we're going to have that opportunity offensively. We got uh, a running back back. We got um, our quarterback, our backup quarterback back, and he started in some games and did a good job. Um, so you know, feel feel solid about about that. We got, I think, uh, three three or four linemen back. So so that's a good good situation as well. So you know, we're we got about fifty percent of our starters back. So it's it's not the best, but it's not the worst. And you know, we're we got a pop to kids, and they're tough and they're coachable. So we'll find a way to get it done, and and we'll we'll be successful. I, I feel that. And coach, we got about a minute, and I, I'll just ask you kind of a, a quick question. I know it, you know, had to. I, I suspect it, you know, gave some pride for you to see Jalen Carter not only playing, you know, in the national championship game for Georgia, but uh, you know, playing well. No question. I mean, he when I came in and, and we we met, and I sat down with him and his mother, and he jumped on board. And he he played great for us, and he was a, he was a leader and. Uh, he was a positive factor in all aspects of our, our program. And, you know, he went up there and played really well as a freshman. He got some, some hype going around him. And, you know, you knew he would be. He, he was one of the best uh, defensive linemen in, in, in the uh, country coming out. And he, he's done nothing but get better. You know, he, he made big, impact, impactful plays in that game and all year. He's a national champion. And I would suspect he'll have a great year next year. He'll be a top-ten draft pick. So, Good for him. Good for his family. 
Well, Coach, thank you for joining us, especially uh, calling from home from Illinois. And uh, you really appreciate you checking in with us tonight. Once again, congratulations on a great season. Congratulations on three great seasons and being awarded Coach of the Year by the Atlanta Touchdown Club. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and you have a great night. Popka Blue Dart, our head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Friends, we're going to go to a quick break, and we'll come back with our final segment on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams, so please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. Hi, it's me again. Does your garage door still have the blues? Making those late night noises? Won't shut when you back out, no matter how many times you try. Well, it's time to get rid of those garage door blues. With Florida Door Solutions, they fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. Garage doors don't like to have the blues. You need to call Florida Door Solutions. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time, every time. They're sent to Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. Don't leave that shiny new SUV sitting out in the driveway. And besides, we know who's driving that SUV. Score some points and get rid of those garage door blues with Florida Door Solutions. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org face it we love alexa and we love to let her find your favorite radio station this one of course we love it too when she finds us but she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill to get started simply say alexa enable the answer orlando skill after she confirms you can then say alexa play the answer orlando and alexa will learn how to find us you can listen to us through your amazon echo echo show echo dot and amazon tap devices alexa what is your favorite radio station that's easy am 950 and fm 94.9 the answer Attention, type 1 diabetics. Your insurance may cover a new CGM monitoring device. Call U.S. Med right now for a free benefits check. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. Listen with a mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franken-Williams. And friends, I hope you're enjoying the program tonight. I hope you're having a great night, a great Friday evening, a little bit of a chilly Friday evening here in Central Florida. And wherever you are, I want to thank you for the opportunity to participate in your Friday evening. And I hope you're enjoying the show. I want to thank Sammy Smith for joining us for sharing his insights on the life and legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Also want to thank Coach Jeff Rolson for joining us as well. And as you heard, he was actually calling on uh, taking a few days off, and he was calling from Illinois in the interview that we had. In our last segment, I'll just talk a little bit more about the life and legacy of of Dr. King um, from my perspective and of course, it's uh, totally appropriate that we would do that because as our stations, as you know, our mission, the core mission of our radio stations at Salem Media Group and specifically AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer are to promote 
and honor the concepts of freedom and liberty for all citizens of America. And that's exactly what Dr. King literally dedicated his life to do. Uh, Before we talk a bit more about that, I do want to let you know that our program is sponsored by Florida Door Solutions and by Community Health Centers. And let you know that Community Health Centers of Central Florida were founded in 1972. And since that time, they've been providing affordable, quality health care for the citizens of Central Florida. Now, and they've expanded to 15 locations. You know, as I personally reflect and and, think about uh, the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and then as I think about my friendship with Sammy Smith, I think it's all related, the friendship I have with so many other people. And, you know, I I think it's 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 kind of hard to even <laughs> describe the impact of Dr. King on somebody who didn't live during the time that he lived, uh, especially those even those who did live when he did that didn't experience uh, racial segregation, which is exactly what we had legalized racial segregation in the South. Think about those days, which really weren't that long ago, <laughs> um, the early sixties, uh, and 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 today. You know, the, the dramatic, the difference is dramatic in our society and you know, dramatic for the good. Um, as as if anybody who watched the national championship football game uh, between that magnificent game between Georgia and Alabama, you may or may not have noticed that um, a majority of the players on both teams were African-American. Well, just a few short years ago, back in the early 60s, there were no African-American players at Georgia or Alabama or, or, or any other co- pretty much virtually any other college in the South uh, because they weren't allowed to be there. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a system of legalized segregation and lack of opportunity across the board. Well, the, why did it change? Martin Luther King, that, that's why it changed. The, the vision, the passion, the energy, the ability, the faith, the blessing from God— of one man was a catalyst for all that. And that's why we have a day to honor Martin Luther King. And, and that's why it's wholly appropriate. And it's why we should really reflect and take a hard look at the way things were then, the way things are now. Uh, one area of life that I'm pleased to be able to say has improved over the course of my lifetime in this country. Um, and as you, uh, you might hear some comments on some other shows of mine. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that things have improved so much in, in certain as, other aspects of our lives, especially in the last few years. But but that is one area where, where, where things have improved dramatically um, are the opportunities for all citizens and specifically African-American citizens. And the thing I would just like to talk about in our closing minutes in what I think about and what I see when I think about Dr. King are three or four extraordinary qualities. And of course he had, you know, dozens, hundreds, thousands of extraordinary qualities. That's what made him such a uniquely impactful individual. Um, and we could talk about those for hours and, and days, but I want to hit on just a, a, a three or four of them. Of course, first and foremost was his faith, his Christian faith. Dr. King was a minister. Um, and, and, you know, uh, his, Christianity, if you will, was a big part of his inspiration for wanting to do the right thing, for wanting to liberate uh, his people, if you will, and for having the courage to do that. Um, And so I think that should not be that should not be uh, neglected. And I would say that's the number one and first and foremost quality that that Dr. King had was he was living his Christian faith. He was. um, he was experiencing uh, great blessings from God, not that there weren't extraordinary trials, but he was able to step out and encourage, step out and face extraordinary obstacles, uh, unimaginable obstacles because of that Christian faith. And then secondly, the thing that stands out to me is courage. Um, and once again, as I mentioned in the conversation with Sammy, it's really difficult, I think, for anyone to really understand what things were like um, in terms of race relations, uh, and and you know just just um, during the segregation era. Well, like as I mentioned with Sammy, you know t- today, if no matter what your opinion is, you can get on Twitter at least t- until recently, <laughs> um, I guess. But um, 
up until last year or so, you were able to get on Twitter or Facebook or or, or do pretty much anything and, and express your opinion with, without threat of, of violence, frankly. Well, wasn't, wasn't that way with, with Martin Luther King? Um, he was thrown in jail uh, for for you know his some of his activities to try to um, protest legalized segregation. He was beaten for some of his activities. S- supporters of his, people who he inspired, who were out protesting, legally protesting, um, were were beaten. Uh, so that, that those were the stakes, and, and and back in those days, it wasn't just um, you know, there wasn't the kind of media you've got now. So I mean, you could be thrown in some dingy jail in some small town uh, in the rural South, and you know nobody would even know you were there. Very possibly, that's the that's the landscape that Martin Luther King was dealing with when he was going up against the power structure, when he was going up literally against, against the law in the South. Both legislatively and, and in, in the form of, 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 of persons, uh, lawmen, um, he was facing monumental risk. And then, of course, uh, to the point where he was actually killed because of his activity, because of his passion and his dream and, and, his, and his forceful way of an inspirational way of expressing it. So um, that's just something to think about. I mean, here's a man that, that affected extraordinary change. The change would not have happened if not for him, literally. Uh, and he faced uh, enormous obstacles, including the threat of violence, the threat of being jailed and imprisoned um, as he carried his, his message forward. One other thing, a couple other things I do want to mention, uh, too, are about Dr. King are, are his practical skill. But before we do that, the other thing, the big... Uh, theme that stands out to me is his inspirational leadership. And that's where Martin Luther King really had a gift. Uh, and he had a gift that really not too many people in, in world world history, and, and I said that, I mean that, world history did not have. And as I said in the conversation with Sammy, I mean, it's, uh, in my experience, and as I said before, it might just be me, but in my experience, there are not that many uh Entertaining speeches, if you will. You go to see somebody a speech, and, and oftentimes it's not that great. Um, you go to see a sermon, oftentimes it's not that great. Um, if the shoe doesn't fit, don't wear it. But um, and then even if you do go see a great sermon or a great uh, a great speech or a great message, um, that's about the end of it. It's over. You walk away. Wow, what a great speech! Wow, what a great sermon today. Uh, what are we having for lunch? Uh, well, with with Martin Luther King. He inspired people. Um, I mean, he inspired tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, maybe more, to not just listen to what he was saying, but to really like have a slap across the face and say, well, what can I do? I got to do something here. How can I get out here and, and participate in this? You know, how can I uh, challenge the power structure? Um, you know, how am I going to go up against uh, people that want to beat me up or, you know, do me harm or throw me in jail or, you know, ostracize me and call me names. And, um, well, he inspired people to do it, to to face the same risks that he was facing. And that's truly extraordinary. And then finally, as we wrap things up, I don't want to to neglect the practical skill, (laughs) the practical skill. He had, he was media savvy. He knew how to get on television. He knew how to get the media to cover what he was doing. And there was a whole lot less media back in those days, three national networks and, and newspapers. And that was about it. And radio. And that was it. Uh, but he had the ability to, to, um, however he did it to, to get what we call in PR free media. He had the ability to, to, um, to get coverage so that people around the country and even around the world could, could see what was happening. And finally he had political skill. He knew how he knew how the political system worked, and he knew how to access it. Literally, you know, Martin Luther King could could call the White House and get the president on the phone. Literally, um, I mean, and that no matter how inspired you are, no matter how motivated you are, how passionate, how courageous, um, you just you know, you just most people just can't do that 
Well, he was able to do it because he had a phenomenal skill. And as we wrap things up, it all came back to, I think, the, the, bless, the blessing from God that he had, and which was a result of his Christian faith. Well, friends, I want to thank you for joining us on the show tonight. Have a great Friday. AM 950, FM 94.9, Florida's stronger, conservative voice. The answer, WORL, Orlando, 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 Orlando. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. It's become a winter ritual. Pro-life proponents gathering in Washington, D.C. to commemorate the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision legalizing abortion. But this year, they have hoped that the Supreme Court ruling might be rolled back or overturned. Actor Kirk Cameron tells the pro-life marchers they stand for life. The Bible, the book that built America says that those who hate God love death, but we're the family of faith. We love God, therefore we love life. A new Texas heartbeat law has been allowed to go into effect, and pro-life groups are hoping a Mississippi law heard by the court might overturn Roe v. Wade. The gunman who held four people captive at a Texas synagogue in a 10-hour standoff that ended with the hostages escaping and an FBI technical team rushing in, was killed by multiple gunshot wounds, according to a medical examiner. The Tarrant County Medical Examiner released initial information from the autopsy of Malik Faisal Akram on Friday. Matthew DeSarno, who's the special agent in charge of the FBI... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.